So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, gigging pros? It's Jared Judge. Welcome back to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. So as you might know, I got back from vacation earlier this week. Um, I took my wife and I, we went down to Colorado Springs, which is about an hour and 15 minutes south of Denver. Had an amazing time. I did not do any work, which was awesome. However, I do want to happily report that I booked four gigs during that time, and I didn't do any of the work to do that. And I want to uh, share with you guys how this happened, because... You know, it's amazing what can happen through the power of automation and delegation. So this might be a little bit, you know, of a, a more complex subject than we typically discuss on the Gig and Musician podcast, but it is so incredibly powerful that can be applied to your gigging careers, your music careers, and also like other aspects of your life too. You know, if you've got a day job that you can leverage this power to do less work, but also get more done. And um, I first discovered this back when I was in grad school. Well, let's just, automation I've always kind of known about because I've been a nerd ever since, I don't know, I was born. But in middle school, I started teaching myself how to code. And that was when I realized, like, computers can do a lot of the work that we do if we give it explicit instructions. But the true power of this and how it applied to a music career really happened when I started my gigging act, you know, Dream City Strings, the string quartet, when I was in grad school. Um, so I started it in grad school. I was studying orchestra conducting, which is a very time-intensive field. You have to be practicing, you know, it's similar to having a degree in, in an instrument. You have to be practicing hours every single day. You have to be attending rehearsals hours every single day. You have to be in music classes, you know, history, theory, uh, all that kind of thing, hours a day. And then on top of that, I still had to write research papers because that's what our, our college wanted us to do and taking lessons. Plus, I wanted a social life. You know, who doesn't want a social life? So I was very busy in grad school. Um, that was actually when I met my wife. We were in band together. And so all these things were like, I wanted to do, I wanted to do the normal music school thing, but I also wanted to start this string quartet, specifically treating it as a business, because that's kind of the whole philosophy of the Gigging Musician podcast is we treat our music careers as businesses. So I wanted to maximize the number of bookings we had without adding too much time, which of course, when I first started, I was not leveraging pow the power of automation and delegation. It was basically adding another full-time job to my plate, which <laughs> when you're busy in music school, you don't have time for a full-time job, but I did it anyway, because I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm passionate, maybe a bit of both, who knows? And then I randomly, I think it was at an estate sale, because I also liked, you know, it was one of the things that my now wife, then girlfriend uh, did from time to time was go to these estate sales. And just look at all the stuff that they were selling 
Uh, there's books and pieces of furniture. I even got a keyboard X stand for uh, just for fun there. And one of the books that I found was called The 4-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Timothy Ferriss, I think is what he goes by on the book cover. And he's like, yeah, that title sounds really amazing. You know, who wouldn't want a four-hour work week versus the typical 40-hour work week that a full-time job is typically classified as? Meanwhile, at the time, I was probably pulling an 80-hour work week between music school and starting a business. (laughs) So it's like, how can we get that 80 hours down to four? Of course, I couldn't really replace practicing. You got to practice, go to class, got to get the degree, as they say. But, you know, what if this book had some gold nuggets that I could apply to the business I was starting? So I read it, and it was incredible. Um, some of the stuff did not apply to what I was doing, but nonetheless, like the, the principles and concepts that it taught really got my wheels spinning and the gears turning about how could I do this and maybe even like start some of the things that he was teaching. Uh, but basically the, the whole book came down to two things, which is automation and delegation. So automation is how can you take those repeated things that you do on a daily basis or weekly basis or monthly basis and outsource it to a computer to do the work. You know, can we get a computer to do certain things? And many of you know the story that I launched my string quartet, learned how to market it, and we were actually super busy with tons of gigs, which led to an organizational problem that I was scheduling musicians for, you know, dozens of gigs every every month. And that became so much work on top of the you know, 50, 60 hours I was spending in grad school, then I actually missed a gig because I failed at one of the organizational pieces. I did not schedule musicians for the gig. And I get that phone call from the wedding planner saying, where the heck are the strings? Uh, You better get your butts over here in 10 minutes. Of course, nobody could get there in 10 minutes. And so that was a terrible experience. I felt awful. And that's when I applied the first principle of the four-hour work week to my string quartet by creating an app, which is now Book Live. It's being used by over 2,000 musicians. To uh, The first thing that I had to do was automate the scheduling of my musicians, which was incredible. I click one button, sends out emails and texts to all of the musicians saying, hey, are you available for this gig? Here's the date, the time, the venue, the pay. Click this button, yes or no. They click yes, they're locked in. They click no, then it moves on to the next musician on my roster, and all without me lifting a single finger. The robot does all the work, which to me is huge. Like, that's a huge time saver, and uh, yeah, it just takes so much off of my plate. So I applied that to other things, too. Like, you know, there's a lot more to leading a successful gigging act than just scheduling musicians. There's also marketing. There's also sales. There's also the fulfillment of that, like purchasing sheet music, distributing it to a string quartet, um, scheduling rehearsals, all that kind of thing. And there are tons of pieces within all of those tasks that can be automated. And so I, I keep going with that and build automations upon automations, which is why, you know, I don't really spend that much time actually running my act. But then that brings us to the other piece of the equation which was, you know, how did I book four gigs this past weekend when I was on vacation and I didn't actually do any work? 
And that comes through delegation. Delegation is incredible. Um, a lot of musicians are really bad at it. I was too, and I still struggle with it from time to time. But it is a conscious effort to become better at it. And delegation is when you pass the work off to somebody else to do it for you. This could be somebody near you. This could be somebody who volunteers for you. Uh, for example, one of our string quartet members, Denise, she does a bit of volunteer work for our group. In exchange, you know, I help her launch a competing string quartet in Milwaukee, which I'm more than happy to do because, you know, my goal is just to make all musicians successful. So I do a bit of personal work for her. In exchange, she does a bit of work for the string quartet. Uh, so that is one way of doing it. The other way is hiring it out. And to me, this has been one of the most impactful things in my music career has been hiring an assistant. I have an assistant. In fact, most of the podcasts that you listen to have been uploaded and taken care of online by the assistant. I just record the podcast on my phone, which is what I'm doing right now. And then I send the audio file over to my assistant. His name is Reynold. He is amazing. He's actually located in the Philippines and he's what's considered a virtual assistant. Virtual assistant is not a robot. It's a real person. And Reynold, my virtual assistant is amazing. And he takes care of all the administrative tasks, but I approach it similarly to automation. Like I know exactly what needs to be done to the point, like I've done these tasks so many times, including the gig booking, like he sent emails to the people who were trying to book me. He did a little bit of sales and then he wrote the contract using book live, which is he automated the contract writing and then sent them the link. And then book live collected their signature and collected their, you know, booking fee, the deposit that we take to book a gig. So I've done these tasks so many times that I've created step-by-step -step instructions written out that we have a library of that Reynold has access to. And he just follows those instructions step by step. So it gets done. I don't have to do it. I did have to do it a couple times the first few times I did each task. But then, you know, pass over the instructions to him, walk him through them, have him do a couple test tasks of it, make sure that my quality control is still there. And then for new tasks, he's actually able to figure out how they should be done just because he knows my business so well. And so, yeah, um, I am so incredibly grateful to Reynold. And I understand how powerful this is to the point where I've even given access to my full-time music academy gold members. I've, I give them five hours of his time every single month for him to do tasks on their behalf. And so he spends a lot of time reaching out to venues uh, on behalf of other musicians, securing those connections and partnerships. Um, he's built people's websites. He's done uh, social media stuff. He's, he does a lot. He's like incredible. We have a team of a couple others too, who help out. But that to me is the power of delegation is like these musicians don't have to spend the time doing it. And also the other thing is like, they don't have to experience the fear of pressing the send button for those emails to venues. They don't have to experience the self-doubt and the nerves that go along with it. They know that it needs to be done, and they're just happy to, you know, ask Reynold to do it and know that it gets done. So that is the power of automation and delegation. And I would not have the music career that I have without both of those things. 
And I guess this is kind of a little episode tribute to my personal assistant, Reynold, because he is amazing. And I hope he listens to this episode and just realizes how grateful I am for him. And I'll shoot him a message just to let him know I was thinking about him too. But I hope this helps you think about how you could leverage this in your music career. And I will actually talk about this in the free five-day full-time music challenge coming up May 1st. And so it's totally free. You definitely got to join, set aside five hours this week to make a massive impact on your music career, whether that's get more bookings, whether that's learn how to take some work off your plate, whether that's just to get a direction to go to. If you feel like you've been floundering around with your music career for a while, thinking like, oh, I don't know exactly where I'm going with this. Let me give you that direction. So join me for free at fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Definitely take me up on the free VIP upgrade. That, to me, has been one of the most impactful experiences for our musicians, and I'd love to see you in it. So yeah, get, go to fulltimemusicchallenge.com, join us there, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gingy Musician Podcast. Remember, you are just one gig away. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you like this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes that will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.